Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Herman Cain and depend on this whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Hey, man. This is Mark Wahlberg. You listen to Mark Garam's show, man. You, you doing good? No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Back to the show and a good Tuesday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there. It's 11.07, 7 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard every Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB, National Sandwich Day. And uh, Johnny Kilbasa will be with us in uh, 30 minutes to uh, break down, I guess, sandwiches. Uh, it's election day, though. We are updating the election results throughout the state of Georgia including where is Hector a couple of mayoral races that I am very uh, interested in let's get down to uh, Riverdale Clayton County uh, incumbent Evelyn Wynn Dixon apparently has one unofficial these are Mark Aram stats so these are all anything all stats. anything <laughs> on the Mark Aram show is unofficial just <laughs> let me throw that out there these are unofficial from AJC.com Evelyn Wynn Dixon uh, beats Jeralmy D. Swint. I'm not sure if it's a man or a woman, but they lost uh, 467 votes to 197 votes. So Evelyn Wynn Dixon gets another term as Riverdale mayor. I am eyeing a run for the Riverdale seat. Up to Cobb County, where the uh, the other uh, mayoral race that is I'm keenly interested in. Can I get the breaking news sounder again uh, there, Longoria? Where is Hector? No change here. Again, these are unofficial. Joe Jerkins, 336 <laughs> votes. Chris Dijon's 253. The incumbent Joe Jerkins. Uh, so the Austell mayor makes 30K a year. Riverdale makes 15. So you'd think I'd go for Riverdale, right? No. I mean, uh, Austell. Right. Um, here's, the, here's what I'm hearing on Facebook uh, from Judy. <laughs> she says, forget Austell. Okay. Jerkins has been mayor since 1989 and has a street named for him. The one street? Uh, J- Jerkins <laughs> Drive. Jerkins <laughs> Drive. I don't know. <laughs> Jerkins Drive and Austell. So, thanks to Judy, I can I can scratch Austell off my list. Joe Jerkins has been in, in the seat of power since 89. Well, maybe, but, yeah, but maybe when you're ready for your run, he's ready to slide out and it'll be... You know, don't don't wipe it completely off. You know, I'm going to take Joe Jerkins to Ruby Tuesdays in Smyrna. There you go. Have a sit down. Maybe yeah, can, yeah. See, see what see what his plans are for the next two years. Down. Yes. <laughs> but he's but he's got a narrow victory. 
Mm. Like the <laughs> incumbent in Riverdale is walking away with it. But Go. if anybody could get a street named after him, it's the traffic guy. So I would think that you would could get yeah. it. You know, you have two years to get a name, get a there, like, there an ideal a, spot. He have one yet. You know what? <laughs> no, there's a street is. in Atlanta named Aram Drive or Aram Road. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Let me find Just it. Just use that. Say it's named after you. Do you, you want to hear the craziest story? Uh, how I even know this? All right. Let's see. Google Maps. Um, do, do, do. I can only imagine how you know this. Is there a Longoria you're, you're Drive? You're never going to... Aram Drive in Mableton. In Mableton? Yes. There's Aram Drive in Mableton. All right. So here it is. This is... You're, you're not even going to believe this story. So 15 years ago, I get uh, my credit card statement from my MasterCard. Right. And it said I ordered $3,700 worth of furniture. I was living in a one-bedroom apartment. Like, you know, I couldn't fit $3,700 right, worth right, of right. furniture. So I was like, well, this is obviously a bogus thing. So I call up the credit card company, dispute it, and the this furniture was shipped to Aram Drive in Mableton. Nuh-uh. Yeah. I was like, whoa. They're like, do you know that street? I'm like, no, but that's my name. Like, <laughs> So someone ordered, someone got my credit card number, ordered $3,700 of furniture, and had it shipped to an address on Aram Drive in Mableton. No kidding. Yeah, isn't that nuts? Wow. Yeah. So that's the Did only reason just, why I know that there's an Aram Drive. You should have went and tooled up and down Aram Drive to find yeah. a, a furniture delivery truck and figure I'm out not, Mark, I'm Mark. Not, listen, I'm not saying anyone should steal the street sign that says Aram Drive and mail it to me. But I'm if definitely you did. not say. Did you ever do that as a kid? <laughs> oh, all the time. We did that all the time. We used to have contests to go out. Again, this is not something I recommend the kids do. Yeah. But growing up in Connecticut, there was nothing to do. Right. We'd go around and steal street signs and have contests so you could w- collect the most. Yeah. And we'd never, but here's the rule you could never steal a stop sign. No. Because that's dangerous. Yeah, no, no. no. But like there deer no crossing or oh, yeah. sh- like street signs, like. Uh, we used my- to take the mile markers. Like if your football number. Oh, was that's 80, good. You'd steal the, the mile marker. You'd steal that, like the 80, the 80 mile mark. The cornerback from our football team, Rick Dubois, used to steal no passing zone because he was, a, you know, a cornerback. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he put him on the wall in his uh, in his room. Nice. No, like, because, you know, he was defending oh, yeah. the uh, wide receivers. So. Yeah. All right, we got sidetracked. Um, yeah, but there's an Aram Drive in Mableton. Maybe I should run for the mayor of Mableton. Maybe. Is that, even a, is that even a thing? Can you do that? There you go. I, they already have a street named after me. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I don't see it here. It's not up for election today google to see if there's a, a mableton mayor there's got to be there right of course be. there is let's see hold on mableton mableton cobb county powder springs mayor powder springs mayor interesting no i don't want to go to powder springs i'd rather mableton i'll live on aram drive that'll be the, the mayor's mansion all right here's the question on this election <laughs> night uh, would you rather be the governor of georgia or the head football coach at the university of georgia and if Mark Richt and Governor Deal walk into uh, Ruby Tuesdays on South Cod Drive at the same time, who gets a table first? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Dave's in Kennesaw. David, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Please, brother. Welks, man. What's going on? Nah, listen, run for the mayor of Austell because Mapleton's on the outskirts of uh, Austell, and you can just annex that after your mayor <laughs> and have Aram Drive all to yourself. Listen, I don't know if I can beat Joe Jerkins, man. He's been there since 89. Well, you got Aram Drive, man. What more do you need? <laughs> but that's Mableton. Yeah, but it's on the outskirts of Australia. You just annex it as the mayor. <laughs> All right. I could try that. <laughs> uh, I'd rather be the governor. Here's why. You know, number one, with the legally blind thing, I'm not going to be very good at play- calling plays <laughs> in the game. Okay. You know, I'm going to be sending guys at the opposite end of the side of the field. That's not going to be good. Uh, two, 
if I'm governor, I'm not necessarily going to have to take calls in the middle of the night to go bail out players because they get, got too drunk and started driving after a party or something. And, you know, three, you know, I can create more jobs as a governor than a couple of jobs for the NFL with being the coach. And then lastly, if I go, if I go to the, you know, Ruby Tuesdays, I may not be getting seated, you know, first, but, you know, with the season that Mark Rick's had, I'm not going to have food poisoning the next day. You could park in a handicap spot, though, in front of Ruby Tuesdays. Dude, if I'm parking anywhere, that's a bad sign. <laughs> Well, you'll have a driver, too. That's a good thing. As a governor, you'll have a driver. That's right. So you don't have to drive. You won't have to drive the Ford F-150 that and Coach I ride, Rick does. And I ride the disability bus, so my official governor mobile <laughs> will be the short short blue disability bus. And you could ride any hot lane in that, in that disability exactly. bus. Well, you have my vote, Dave. That works. All right, buddy. Thanks, man. Uh, Chuck's in Tucker. Chuck, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, this is Jeff. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Uh, yes, uh rather be uh coach, you know, because you don't have the entrenched uh, bureaucracy that a governor inherits typically. The buck stops with you as the head coach. There you go. The governor does have to probably jump through more hoops than uh, the coach does. I would agree with that. Got it. And, but uh, but in sheer in terms of sheer power as a power position, the governor is definitely more powerful than the head football coach at Georgia. Granted, Mark Rick's got a lot of power in a lot of ways, right. but Nathan Deal is a more powerful man in that position. Yes, any governor, yes. And and uh, to be fair, if you go outside the state of Georgia, I, I, I think, you know, no one in uh, Montana knows who the hell Mark Richt is, right, Chuck? I mean, no. But the governor, you know, you show up as the governor of Georgia in Montana, that oh, yeah. adds a little more, you know, heft. Yep. Yeah, uh, you remember the famous—I've forgotten the name of the barbecue place down uh, southeast of the capital, Georgia capital. Uh, Daddy D's. Say it again. Daddy D's. Uh, no, no, it had another name. It okay. was on University Avenue, uh, uh, right off the University Confederate. Let's see. Anyway, it was the best barbecue in the country, and people would fly in Atlanta Airport. Just to, to just come here and eat lunch and then fly back wherever they worked or lived or whatever. But the governor had a door in the back of the restaurant that he could come in. Lester Maddox, uh, uh, actually Lester came in the, the front door with most of the regular customers like myself and others. But uh, Bills and Sanders and some of the others, they'd come in, They you know, the the patrol car would park in the back, and they'd come in right out the back door. But and they would, you know, you, you could talk to them. You know, we we discuss different things. It, now, is this barbecue place cl- open or closed now? Oh, it's closed. It's oh, closed all right. Probably ten years ago, maybe. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't know that. That's a pretty cool story, though. Um, so I'm not even going to say his name on Facebook. Says it should be Jerk and Circle. In Austell. Um, <laughs> but it's <laughs> that's fantastic. But it's not. It's Joe Jerkins Boulevard. Um, and it runs off of Powder Springs Road near Sweetwater Creek. So, uh, Joe, Dr- yeah, I, this, the guy's got a boulevard named after him. I can't run for Austell mayor. Mableton, maybe. Is there a Mableton mayor, Chuck? Did you find out? Uh, it says, no. All right. <laughs> well, <'cause, laughs> no, there's not, or no, you didn't find well, out? No, it gave me a weird, and then I started taking phone calls, and I got All right. sidetracked. All right, keep efforting to, to I find will keep that efforting. Out. Taylor's in Bethlehem. T-Bone Pickens, what's going on, buddy? Not a whole lot. What's going on with y'all? You going to work on my campaign? Of course. Well, is it all right if it's Riverdale, though, and, and not Austell? Well, that's 
still either place is a drive from Bethlehem, so... Yeah, no, no, you'll stay in the extended stay motel with me. You don't have to oh. commute. Sweet. Me, you, and Longoria on a king bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good luck. Longoria's in the middle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> y'all gonna end up on the floor. <laughs> what would you rather be, governor of Georgia or the head football coach? I'd rather be governor. I'm all about some politics, man. Do you like the back door, back room kind of dealings and wheelings and stuff like oh, that? that? That and um, part of what I plan on doing with my profession is actually getting into the more political side um, and promoting um, political side stuff. of nutrition. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We have our own pack. It's it's crazy. Super pack or just a regular pack? Just a regular pack. Right. I, I don't. They. That's what they, I need. I don't agree with them all the time, but yeah. you do need one. I need a Mark Aram Riverdale Mayor Super Pack. Yeah, we do. Imagine I raise like half a million dollars to, to be the governor of to be the mayor of Riverdale for a fifteen thousand dollars a year how you job, do it. and just cried like I want to I want to beat the incumbent like nine hundred and sixty two to four. <laughs> like that's how bad I want to be the the Riverdale mayor, and then quit a week later and give it to him. Yeah, give yeah. it back yeah. to whoever it is after his crushing embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. 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 you can have it. Stomped you like a Newport on the ground. You get to keep all that money like from a super pack. No, like, no. no, I can't even be involved with the super pack. Yeah, once you declare a you can until you declare, and once you declare candidacy, yeah. then you can't organize. Floyd it at all. Floyd Hillman will run the super PAC. Yeah. So you don't get any of that money. No, no. no. I mean, they'll slip me some. I'm sure. Yeah. As as the mayor, no mayor of Riverdale, mayor. I'll have enough. You know, people will be greasing the wheel to make sure stuff gets done. There's no mayor of Hamilton. There's no mayor. All right, so that's out. So I got to go to Riverdale. Yeah. That's fine. I love Riverdale. It's a great. It's a great town. Uh, real quick, Taylor, who gets uh, table first? Mark Richt or Governor Deal at I'm the. Rick gets it at the Ruby Tuesdays in Smyrna? Just because of the fact that it's, you know, of who he is and people flounder over football before they will over politics. Yeah, college football is more important than politics in the, in the state of Georgia. There's no question. In a lot of places. In a lot of places. Texas, high school football might be more important than in politics Texas. in Texas. Yeah. Oh, so. definitely. Yeah. Fly fishing in Montana. Tex-Mex in Corpus Christi. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You miss good Tex-Mex, oh, don't you? Can't wait till Christmas. I'll take you to OK Cafe. You'll forget all about Tex-Mex. <laughs> all, right. all right, we're going to come back. Uh, Dave, Ray, William, and Tony, hang tight. Your call's next. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram. Nothing happens on the show. It's just like life. So what is it? What did you do today? I got up and came to work. There's a show. That's a show. Maybe, maybe something happens to you on the way to work. No, no, no. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. All right. Uh, another update from Mark on Facebook. Babelton is unincorporated. Andy Dupree is the honorary mayor of Mableton. Honorary. Not Andy Dufresne. Now that's what you need is an honorary mayorship. That sounds like you just get the title. It's like an honorary degree. Yeah. You didn't do anything to get it, but you could be like, hey, look, I have a doctorate and whatever. You know who also had a lot of honorary degrees? Who? Bill Cosby. Okay. Give them all back. Are you saying you're gonna get, you're gonna have no, to give them no, all I'm back? No, you no. Know, just a random. That just, that just popped into my head. Okay. Uh, Dave's in Tucker. Dave, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, uh, hello from the new city of Tucker, Georgia. Congrats, my friend. You are now incorporated. Yes, I am. I just got back from the Main Street uh, celebration. And fun was had by all, and everyone's congratulated everybody about everything. Is the air in Tucker a little sweeter today? Uh, sweet and damp. <laughs> nice. Well, congratulations. Would you uh, would you rather be the governor of Georgia or the uh, head football coach at the University of Georgia? Well, you know, while I was on hold, I was thinking about this. All right, you get 
multiple year contract as head coach, right? Mm-hmm. Million over a million dollars a year. Uh, if they fire you, they still have to pay you. And I love football, so that would be fun. And I'm single. And two words: Georgia coed. Coeds, yeah. You would have no time hooking up as uh, in, in in Athens, Dave. I have no I have no doubt that you would uh, run wild through the streets of the classic city. Oh yes. Here's the That's deal. Me. So so Mark, uh, this has just come up because there's been so much talk about Mark Rick being under fire. He has uh, years left on his deal. He just signed an extension, but the contract. If they let him go, they don't have to pay him out the full amount. They basically, I think it's 25% um, of what he is owed, which is still a big chunk of change, but it's not the full amount. But the I mean, if, if, you're, if you're in it for the money, the, being the head coach of the University of Georgia is more alluring than being the governor of Georgia. If you like power, prestige, then the governorship is for you. What would you rather be, the governor of Georgia or the head football coach at the University of Georgia? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. William Ray, Tony, hang tight. We will get to you next, as well as Johnny Kilbasa and his fast food review on National Sandwich Day. This is The Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whenever and wherever there's Better severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in. Depend on it. This is Danny Glover. You're listening to the Mark. Uh, yeah. you listen to the Mark show. Yeah. He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the dust, chip and him. Tell me about that master play. Oh, my Lord. Lord, Welcome back to the show, 1135, 25 in front of midnight. This is the Mark Aram Show. Tomorrow on the program, uh, the lonely tailgater with blessed or not blessed. And uh, no low tea and no Longoria tomorrow. So I will need your help to help carry me throughout the broadcast. Still to come, i got to give away a $50 gift card from Braxton Automotive somehow, some way. Uh, we were discussing politics on the election day. Oh, we got to get a breaking update. I want to update the uh, election results, Longoria. Where is Hector? The two races that I care about uh, will start in Austell, the Austell mayor's race. Again, unofficial Joe Jerkins holding, uh, he of Joe Jerkins Boulevard fame, holding a uh, lead over Chris Giannis, 336 to 253. 589 votes cast total. And the uh, second breaking news update in Clayton County... Where is Hector? This is this is really what I want to win now. It's uh, Mayor of Riverdale, Evelyn Wynn Dixon, in a landslide over Jeremy D. Swint, 467 to 197. Uh, I am eyeing that seat, the Riverdale mayor seat, whenever the next election is. So there you go, the unofficial election results on the Mark Aram Show. On election day, politics at the forefront. Would you rather be the governor of Georgia, the head coach at the University of Georgia of the football team, and if uh, Mark Richt and Governor Deal walk into uh, Ruby Tuesdays in Smyrna, not South Applebee's. Cobb Drive, not Applebee's, yeah. Ruby Tuesdays, traveling Rubians, they walk into the Ruby Tuesdays on South Cobb Drive, who gets a table first? Coach Mark Richt, 
Governor Nathan Deal. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Williams in College Park. William, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, good evening, Mark. What's I up, William? Walking into Ruby Tuesdays in Smyrna, the governor's um, security staff would intimidate the staff at Apple as at Ruby Tuesdays, <laughs> and he would get the table first. See, that's what I thought. You think he'd have a bigger entourage? Yeah, does he have up a in black SUVs and security? No, I figured all right, he'd... let's just say that he shows up, you know, by himself. He he's got a hankering for the garden okay, bar. All right. And he says, listen, the garden, <laughs> the bar, garden yeah. bar. He tells the security, hey, <laughs> I'm just, I need to get that garden bar at Ruby Tuesdays. I'm going by myself. He just pulls, he pulls up in his 87 Sentra and, uh, and Coach Mark Rick pulls up in his F-150 and they show up at the same time. In Smyrna? In Smyrna. I think the governor. Athens, maybe you're right, but not, yeah. not in Smyrna. Yeah, I think the governor, because he, being, being older than Mark Rick, he would get, um, Senior privileges. Too. <laughs> Do you get a senior discount? He shows up at four p.m. <laughs> what What would Governor Deal select off the Garden Bar? What would he uh, What would he dine on at the Ruby Tuesdays Garden Bar? Would he He would do. He's older. You're right. So he'd probably get the pickled beets on there. A couple of you know some pickled beets, some cottage cheese, hard boiled egg. Hard, <laughs> just a lone hard boiled <laughs> egg. Have you ever eaten a hard boiled egg off a of, off a of, Salad bar. Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. I'll do oh that. no, I'm very particular. I'm not. I, yeah, I, I, I need. I don't now I'll eat yeah. a deviled egg off the ground, but like a regular hard boiled egg. Yeah, it's got. I've got to have it made in my house. I won't eat random. What's the difference between yeah, a hard boiled egg and I don't know. the same thing? No, I don't. I just don't trust it. Like the, <laughs> like the to me, it could be like. So once they, how, I don't, I have no idea how old the hard boiled egg is. Yeah, but it's a, a, a devil, a devil egg. egg. You don't know how devil egg. You can tell when it's they're covered too old up because the the yellow when they whip up the, the the yolk and they do whatever they do to it, it starts to turn color and get kind of a crust on it. You yeah, can tell you can tell on devil egg. Right, but a hard like just a full yeah. hard boiled egg. I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not just besmirching the Garden Bar at Ruby Tuesdays. I'm sure they change that stuff out all the time. But I will never eat a whole hard-boiled egg. When my brother used to work at the Hampton Inn, he used to have to put out the snacks, and mm-hmm. they have big bags full of water and hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, exactly. And they would and they would put those out, and I would ask him, I said, how long before <laughs> you throw those away? He goes, we're supposed to throw them away at the end of every night. He goes, none of us do. We just put them back exactly. in the bag and put it back in the Proves refrigerator. Proves my point. Proves we my never point. never them away. I would ne- I'll never eat. Now, if seriously... If if uh, Rachel brings in deviled eggs, I'm going to eat them. If Jennifer Griffey's brings in deviled eggs, I'll eat. I don't care. Right. I'll take a chance on a deviled What about egg. pickled eggs? No. 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 Pickled eggs are weird. I, I'll only eat a hard-boiled egg if it's made in my house. Or if I see you making it. See you it. make it? Yeah. So definitely like, so, not. So, so you're not, you don't eat like uh, hard-boiled eggs at Easter? You know, some they they hard boil them. No, I don't. (laughs) No, but I mean, you never had. I realize that, but you never. Come on, no, you never. Juice nugget, juice nugget. I'm Jewish. Uh, No, really? Nope. Oh, okay. No, no. I mean, I like hard boiled eggs, but I need I need to know the source. I need to see where. Interesting. Yeah, I just don't trust them. Tony's in uh, Marietta. Tony, you're on the Mark Aram show. Mark, good to speak with you. Hey, Tony. Again, what's up, buddy? Where the hell have you been? 
I've been working late. I've been on vacation for two weeks. Just uh, got in. I, there was nothing on the radio except for you. So there, there, <laughs> that's our goal. That, that's he went around the dial that. first yeah. and then realized like, we're the only. He's thing like, on. let me keep going. Let me hit scan and see if there's anything else besides yeah, yeah. the air. Yeah, wanted me to come up and watch uh, NCIS uh, two uh, back-to-back episodes. I'm like, uh, no, the USA Today paper is like real good for me. Blessed. And uh, you know exactly. And your show as well as always very entertaining. Like Thank a same fellow episode actually exactly right yeah i mean you're so special with those uh hard-boiled eggs would you do would you eat a hard-boiled egg off a salad bar just hell no yeah man. thank you thank, thank you. you no yeah. way listen relative to your question about who's getting seated first at uh you know the uh applebee's mm-hmm. in athens or the uh, ruby tuesday in smyrna yes neither because not the general manager nor any of the wait staff know who either of them are you don't think the the general that like the waitstaff knows who Coach Mark Richt is? <laughs> I don't think so. Really? Unless he goes there often. Listen, listen. You're talking to a six year old man who knows. You know, I employ unfortunately millennials. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything from anything. Now I'll give you millennials don't know who the governor is. I'll give you that. But I think Coach Mark Richt is. Such, he's one of the most recognizable people in the state. I think people would I, know him. I, I don't know about facially. They know yeah. the name, but I don't know about What facially. if he walked in with a bulldog uh, polo shirt on? Would that would that help at all? Probably not, because I don't think they know <laughs> okay. him facially. The sea of other anyway, people that uh, have it on. Now, quite honestly, if I had a pick between uh, governor and uh, the uh, coach, yeah. I'm going for the governor, and I'm going to tell you why. Please. All of these politicians, governor, senator, house of representatives, it doesn't matter. You end up uh, getting onto all sorts of uh, boards uh, with corporations. Mm-hmm. You are making big coin. That's on, a great uh, point. You know, uh, board of directors. Tours. Yeah, um, you are out there uh, doing commencement speeches. You, the world at that point becomes your oyster. And uh, you know, Governor Barnes lives a mile and a half, literally away from my house. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this guy has a successful law practice. I mean, he's tapped all the time. To Dude, the, the board of directors thing is, ve- that's genius. You're absolutely right. You no. could be the board of director on like four different companies, pulling in free money every year. That's a great point, Tony. It's a walk in the park. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you look at all the, I mean, and talk about uh, PACs and super PACs. How many uh, politicians and former cabinet members have gone on to, you know, uh, raking money for, you know, various interests? But that being said, if you're the head football coach of Georgia making $4 million a year, you don't care about, I mean, if you're making $4 million a year for four years, what? who cares about after after your career? You're, you're in and out. You're done. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight we do not want to know. On National Sandwich Day... Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Marker. I'm happy Sandwich Day, America. I'm wrapped in bacon here for the taken, and I'm covered with every single vegetable and every single sauce that you have. And toast me extra, Big Daddy. That's that's how you take your uh, sandwiches. No, but a lot of people take <laughs> like that. And I tell you, there, there, nothing can send people into a fervor more than a a t-shirt cannon, or B, three sandwiches. <laughs> Correct, on both accounts. But yeah, both of those things send human beings right back to their primal roots. 
I think subways were overrun all over America today because they said buy one and get one to give away. And of course, nobody was giving any subs away, and everybody was ordering two different subs because they didn't want the subway sandwich artists to think that they were actually eating both of those foot long subs. But you know, most of America today on voting day ate at both least of them two feet of subs. Do you know what's interesting? I know I did. We've we've had this conversation before, Johnny. What you put on your subs is determined at an early stage in your life, and you pretty much stick with that for the rest of your life. So for me, I'm a lettuce, tomato, mayo guy. That's pretty much it on my subs. And I, I turn my nose up at the oil and vinegar, banana pepper, hot pepper, salt people that put all... I, I just don't... You know, I will never be that guy. I'm never going to go to Subway and say, uh, give me oil and vinegar, salt and pepper, um, jalapenos, onions, all that. I, I just... I'm lettuce, tomato, mayo, and I will always be lettuce, tomato, mayo. Well, yeah, you're a no-nonsense guy. And I think that, what do they say about if you want to see a person's true colors, give them power? Well, I think that Subway gives people a certain power, and I think you can tell a lot about a person by what they order. When I cash in my WSB tuition reimbursement and get my Ph.D. in psychology, Mm -hmm. I'm going to write my thesis and my dissertation on Subway ordering as a function of psychology. Break it down for us, J.K., break it down. So a lot of people have very little power in their lives, and the only time that they get to exercise power is when they get to go to Subway and tell a sandwich artist what to do. And that's why people get to get really picky about what they want. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I asked Twitter if they wanted, if they had any picky things that they like to do at Subway. And, uh, you know, uh, Taylor B09 said she requires only three pieces of onion on her sandwich. (laughs) And then, of course, there was M Match 34, our buddy, who, of course, gets triple meat on his cold cut combo. But you know what he does? He has them take the lettuce and pickles and chop it together what? before he puts it on the sandwich. Yeah. Oh. Just put it on separate, take it, chop it up together. What a I, diva. Know, I know, I know. And then there was, you know, 17 B Bomb said he wants half white bread and half wheat bread on his. I don't believe (laughs) That's hilarious. I'm going to do that one day. I want the top bun white and the bottom bun wheat and see what they say. (laughs) I went went around to a bunch of subways today doing personal appearances to sign an autograph, and I asked subway workers, you know, what were some weird things that people did. And somebody told me that somebody asked them, they 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 wanted to put onions between the meat and the cheese before it's toasted. There was an, an, an... they keep coming back to one thing, and that was large amounts of mayonnaise, which I thought was funny. You know, I, I specify one strip of mayo, one strip of, of mustard, because if you don't, they will, lit, they, will, they will frost that sub. Not that I don't mind a good frosted sub with mayonnaise, but sometimes you just got to draw the line. But usually it's large amounts of mayo. Now, meatball and tuna was another weird combination that somebody told no me. No way. No way. <laughs> Meatball and tuna. Do you know what drives me crazy? And I'll, this happens at Subway a lot. Someone will get a meatball sub, and they'll say, all right, uh, put lettuce, tomato, mayo yeah. on it. Like, you do not put anything on a meatball freaking sub besides meatball sauce and cheese. That's You can't put lettuce and tomato on a meatball Parmesan that sub. That was actually what I, one of the subs that I had today, oddly enough. But I have to admit that I have had mayo on a, on a meatball. Oh, before. not that bad. How I know. dare you? Somebody, you know, one of my favorite things that somebody said, you know, people, it was always doubling up on everything. 
Well, one person said that somebody ordered a sub, double meat, double cheese, toasted it, and then after they did that, ordered a bowl of soup and said, pour the bowl of soup over top of the sub after they take it out of the That's <laughs> disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> oh, Johnny, that. we're running out of time. Real quick, uh, you go to the Garden Bar at Ruby Tuesdays on, on South Cobb Drive. They got, the right. bo- they got the bowl of hard-boiled eggs. Are you taking yeah. one or no? Yeah, you get a whole, you get three of those, you get uh, a handful <laughs> of the ham chunks, a bunch of ranch dressing, and mix it all up. The ham chunks, I forgot about the ham chunks on the garden bar. Chuck, oh, you yeah. go for the ham chunks on the garden bar? I go for everything. Yeah, you throw that on there. Bacon there. bits, ham chunks, oh, and yeah. ranch dressing. Yep. Johnny K, we appreciate you as always, and... It's the cholesterol top episode, my... Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kielbasa. At Johnny Kielbasa. Happy National Sandwich Day, bruh! Same to you, bruh! can't believe I missed two for one at Subway. I could have bought those in for you guys. All right, I still got a Braxton gift card to give away and your calls. 404-872-0750. Plus, star of the show, this is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Very limited time. Uh, John in Hooterville. John, you got about 20 seconds, my friend. What do you have for me? I just wanted to update you on that barbecue place in southeast Atlanta, Mark. That would have been Harold's Barbecue. Harold's Barbecue, of course. The legendary Harold's Barbecue. Thanks, buddy. Dale in Flowery Branch. Dale, first let me say you are the winner of the uh, prize pack tonight, my friend. All right. You got, you got awesome. a $50 gift card from Braxton Automotive on Hallow Mill Road thanks to uh, Braxton Thankfulness Month, and any customer who gets service at the store automatically register for an additional gift card given away daily. There's an entry box at the store for anyone who wants to stop by. No purchase necessary. So, but don't hang up. We're going to get some info from you. But before we do that, what do you got to say? Much appreciated. All right. Well, first of all, deviled egg is good anytime, no matter when. Correct. Uh, secondly, I've gotten the same Subway sub for the last 20 years of my life. What is it? What do you get on it? Uh, the Subway melt, but I get it uh, put in the microwave, not toasted. Okay, what do you put on it, though? Uh, I put lettuce, tomato, uh, green peppers, banana peppers, mayonnaise, mustard. All right, not bad, not bad. All right, hang on the line, Dale. I don't, green peppers on a sub, I can't do it. Lettuce, tomato, mayo. Uh, Marco in Lilburn. We need more lemon play. Marco, real quick, brother, what do you got? Nah, you'll never pay me any money to eat a mayonnaise and meatball sandwich. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> do you would you, you give me a little side-eye, Chuck. Do you put stuff on a meatball sandwich? Uh, sometimes. Like yeah. what? What will you put Black on? Black olives. Really? Yeah. Uh, olives yeah. be good, yeah. yeah. Olives? No. Olives there should, on there. It that's should be though. naked. No. Meatball sub should be naked. Yeah. Meatball of, sauce yeah. and cheese. That's it. A lot of Parmesan. <laughs> yeah, that Parmesan's fine. But no, that's Black fine. olives are good, man. All right. Thanks for the call, Marco. All right, start of the show. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Little doubt who wins tonight's Star of the Show. He's been the mayor of Austell since 1989. He's got a road named after him. <laughs> he is winning re-election. The Mark Aram Star of the Show, Mr. Joe Jerkins. Congratulations, his honor. You are the Mark Aram Star <laughs> of the Show. Right? I mean, he definitely deserves it. Oh, absolutely. All right, good enough. Uh, I'm going to miss you, you fellows tomorrow. I almost said a different F word, <laughs> but I'll miss you fellas tomorrow. I'm glad you didn't. We'll, we'll be reunited next week. Uh, Jazzercise in tomorrow with Ahmad. Ahmed? Ahmad? Ahmad. 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 All right. <laughs> in the meantime, we'll continue this conversation on uh, Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, and Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. 
Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.